Hello, everybody. This is Jose Betancourt, and you're listening to a new episode of Living with TBI. So it's been, again, quite some time since I've done an episode. Last night was the end of my wife's radiation treatments. As some of you may know, she's had breast cancer. She's gone through chemo, through surgery, and finally... She is done with radiation. Now, for us to go to radiation treatments, which was five days a week, she had uh, 20 treatments. And believe it or not, it took an hour to get there from Queens to Long Island. And then the treatments themselves were about 10 minutes long. So it took us longer to get there. Before I knew it, it was time to head back home. Now, luckily, her appointments were usually around 6.30 p.m. in the evening. And so by the time we were ready to come back, the traffic wasn't as bad. Uh, What this did was allowed my wife and I to go outside because me dealing with my issue, my traumatic brain injury and of course my wife her health is compromised from the chemo so we stood home we rarely went out and if we ordered out you know I went down I picked up the food or if the restaurant was close by I would drive there pick up the food so as you can imagine for months on end Staying home really doesn't benefit us health-wise. So you begin to feel your back aching more than usual. Your legs begin cramping. And, uh, of course, you start seeing some weight uh, circulating or or accumulating in, uh, in parts that you really don't want your weight to, you know, to increase. So... For what it was worth, we had no choice but to leave the house. And after radiation, we would either go grab something to eat, or we would go food shopping, or we would simply take a walk. So it was giving us something to do. So last night we were talking about how we should, it's going to feel good, number one. Not to have to go drive to Long Island every night. But also we should use that time uh, that we usually left the house to get dressed and just simply walk around the block. Just so we can keep our blood circulating, get some fresh air, and just do something outside of the house. Now, my wife, she's feeling healthy. She is herself again. Um, you know, obviously where they did the radiation is is very, uh, you know, it's irritating her. It's very red and raw. It almost looks like a bad sunburn. And so, you know, from a stress standpoint, until I, I see that that irritation the discoloration until I see it's gone I'm just going to keep stressing out 
Um, one thing this whole situation with my wife's cancer has done is it obviously brought her and I closer. Um, so, you know, it's like I'm super protective of her. So I'm constantly, you know, sometimes she, she, she'll ask me, what the hell am I looking at? You know, I'll look at her just to make sure she's okay, even though we're sitting in the same room. But that's just, that's just me, I guess. And they say when you have, you are a victim of a traumatic brain injury, that you become attached to people. So obviously, <laughs> I become very attached to my wife. And not that we weren't before. I mean, we're uh, next month, we're going to be 23 years married. So obviously, we have a connection to begin with. But I feel it has brought me closer to her, obviously, because I will never forget that moment when I was uncertain as to our future together when we found out that she had cancer. I will never forget that. That was the most, one of the most horrific feelings I've ever gone through, especially dealing with, you know, my brain trying to reset restructure itself so it was amplified by you know double or whatever like it was it was not fun it was not fun but I am very thankful that she's feeling better she's back to cracking jokes on me and I, I love it <laughs> so I really missed that side of her because there there was a there was a stretch there where she wasn't herself and she wasn't feeling right and it was not it was not fun to see uh the drive every night really got to me because i still have issues with light so i avoided driving at night most of my driving was during the day with sunglasses on but i was forced to drive at night. And obviously I cannot wear glass sunglasses at night. So that was very strenuous. Strenuous, excuse me. Every night we got home, I had a pounding headache. Regardless of what I tried, sometimes I would put the visor down when I was at a stoplight so I wouldn't see the lights in front of me uh, coming from the opposite direction. Nothing worked. So... There was there was even one time it was raining, and the rain, uh, the raindrops on the window distract me, and then my vision gets all messed up. So there were times where in, in the past I've accidentally or unknowingly would look at the raindrops on the window before the wiper took it away, and I would get dizzy. So... We try to avoid driving in the rain and driving at night. But unfortunately, last week, both uh, situations occurred at the same time. And that was really tough. I was actually driving slow on the right side of the highway. I was scared to switch lanes because everything looked 
closer than it was on the side view mirror. And it felt like everybody was going way faster than they really were. And so my wife would tell me, you can go, you can go. I'm like, babe, I just don't trust myself right now. And I'm scared. I'm scared to go any faster. And this was the kind of rain where there were puddles in the highway. And at one point, a minivan ran through a puddle too fast. And all this water just shot right on on the, the windshield of our car. And I couldn't see anything. And so I was freaking out. Uh, my wife freaked out more than I did. I tried to remain calm, but uh, I was really nervous. Like, usually I'm calm and cool in those situations. But when it comes to rain and driving at night, especially when, when the, the drops of water, for me at least, it amplifies the light coming towards me. It, it just does not... <laughs> It does not become a fun outing or situation. It becomes really tough. So for those 20 treatments, every night, as I stated, I was coming home with with a pounding headache. And no matter what I did, I took an aspirin. No matter what I did, I go to bed early. We even determined that I should try, once we get home, we usually watch a little TV or something. When we lay down to uh, leave the phones and the iPad away from me. Because usually what I do is I'll put on my headphones, I'll listen to some podcasts or some YouTube videos, and then I start falling asleep and then I turn it off and blah, blah, blah. Go to bed. But sometimes I don't. And of course, the illumination from the phone or the tablets is data. That is data going into my brain. So I figured, okay, if I'm driving late at night, I'm dealing with all these lights, it's giving me a headache. Why am I on my phone doing the same thing in the dark? having this phone or tablet in my face, even though I dim, you know, I, I will dim the light. I mean, the brightness, but regardless, it's still there. And then there's, you know, if I'm, if I'm strolling, that too is information that my brain is trying to take in. So my wife and I were talking and she said, look, leave your phone, leave your tablet away from you. When we lay down to go to sleep, just close your eyes and relax. And so we've been doing that. I've been doing that, excuse me, for the last week. Honestly, it didn't work. Then it got to the point where all I wanted to do was sleep. I would wake up. I would, let's say, have eight to nine hours of sleep. I would wake up thinking about sleep. And having these weird dreams. But that's for another time. So I figured, okay, maybe I caught some kind of cold. Because it is going around. 
Maybe I have some allergy or something that I don't know about. And maybe the combination of the previous evening driving late. And maybe my brain is recovering from that. So I've been thinking about all types of scenarios. So obviously what I have to do is now use the process of, of elimination. And I guess in another few days, see how I feel and maybe determine or, or, you know, hopefully it was the light driving late at night, not super late, but it's now, you know, sunrise. I mean, sunsets earlier. So it gets darker quicker and driving, uh, during the, during nighttime, excuse me, I'm starting to fade here. <laughs> uh, driving late with the headlights at, coming at me, that could have some side effect. So I'm trying to see, uh, maybe Friday, see how I feel, uh, knowing that I don't have to drive to Long Island at night and back, see how I feel. And if I feel better, if I, if I, if I feel progress, because I'm still doing therapy. So sometimes that wears me out too, depending on what I do before or after my therapy. So imagine I was doing therapy, uh, and then driving an hour, to Long Island, driving back at night with the lights. And then I was fiddling around with my phone at night. So I was somewhat doing it to myself. So we'll see. You know, regardless of what I think might work, the fact is there's still other factors. There are still other factors. I have to accept the fact that maybe that might not work. Maybe I just do have a cold and it's, you ever had one of those colds or those type of headaches that if you sneeze, it hurts. It hurts like your temples. If you laugh too hard, it hurts your temples. You know, that type of headache. I've had that for a month. And it's not fun. Like my motivation has been shot playing video games, you know, I, I'm, 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 some, I'm someone who has been playing video games since 1979. So I've been playing video games a long time, and I've owned all, well, I'd say mostly all of the video game consoles, and I enjoy it. I enjoy playing video games, but right now, if I play a video game, there's a chance I might not go to it for another month or so, which is what has been happening lately. I'll play it, see how I can handle it. And then I'll tell myself, Oh, I'm doing pretty good with this. Two hours later, I turn it off and all hell breaks loose. <laughs> That's when the mind is, uh, my brain is telling me you overdid it. You didn't listen to the signs. You didn't listen to the warnings, and now this is the penalty you're going to have to pay. I'll play John Madden football because I play the franchise, and it's just a bunch of text and stuff like that. 
Which, and, and, and speaking of text, I was reading something. Like, I was trying to read an entire paragraph because that's pretty tough, as you may know, if you have traumatic brain injury. So I was reading on my iPad. I have it on dark mode. And I, I go about halfway down the page. And I'm thinking to myself, hmm, you might be able to read this entire page without any uh, weird side effects. As soon as I think that I look up to the top of the iPad, right where the first paragraph begins right under the headline of the article I was reading and the entire top of the iPad is moving side to side <laughs> like a slow belly dancer and once I saw that everything else just went out of whack it felt like the room was moving I got dizzy I had to put it down so my Vision therapist recommends having a sheet of paper and going down with the sheet of paper as I read uh, downward. And then, uh, you know, they also recommend that I read about 20 minutes at a time. But because I'm trying to learn new things, that's hard. Trying to read 20 minutes at a time, stop reading, take a break, and then try to remember what I read. That's the problem is trying to absorb what I read. So they told me, keep trying to read, use the sheet of paper so that you know what place you're in and have it above the sentence you are reading so that if you look up, you don't see anything, which is very smart, of course. So I'm going to try that. I want to learn something new so that when the day comes and I'm cleared to go back to work, it, you know, chances are I can't. I'm an elevator technician and my balance is bad. My memory, the issues with light. There's a lot of things, you know, I can't even walk the same. So it seems like my career in elevators is in danger. <laughs> so. I want to learn something since I'm home. I'm under workers' compensation. I, I've, I've been so frustrated because I want to learn something new so that when I'm ready to go back into the workforce, I have something under my belt besides elevator. Now, I do photography, but that is a hard trade. You know, that's a hard industry to make money in. I can podcast, I can do video. I've been wanting to learn new techniques for video recording, editing, storytelling, stuff like that. But once again, once I start, for example, I have an editing software for photography on my iPad. I started to look at some Skillshare videos. And once I started to watch the video and do as the instructor was, you know, do exactly what the instructor was doing. Number one, I forgot the first few steps. <laughs> and then when that was stressing me out, I, I began to mess up. So before I knew it, my head started to hurt. 
and that is the situation I'm in. It's a really frustrating situation. So I have to accept that. I have to understand that I'm not there yet. But in you know, the the hard headed me from pre TBI refuses to accept that reality. Because I've always been somebody that once I started learning something, I went head first and I would, for example, photography. Once I, it's only been about, what, six years, probably six years since I've decided that I wanted to take photography seriously. I would spend days and hours upon hours, my entire weekends were dedicated to learning how to use my camera in manual mode. And because I felt that using it in manual mode, I would understand the nuances of what my camera can do. Instead of having things in program mode and having the camera do everything for me, just think of your cell phone. When you take a photo, your cell phone is doing all the calculations, all the you know, exposure for you and things of that sort. I wanted to do all that manually because I wanted to know the basics. And now when I try to do when I try to learn something with the same tenacity, I just cannot. And I always, I'm just the type of person that I always feel that time is running out, meaning that any day now I am going to be cleared, when in reality that's not going to happen. <laughs> but that's just my mentality, so I have to get that out of my head, because I always try to tell myself, okay, I don't have much time to learn this, so let me start learning it now. And that's just a form of motivation. But now I have to find something that's going to motivate me, but under new circumstances. And that's hard to do because I've been, I've been pushing myself like that for many, many years. I'm 49. So to suddenly change how I used to uh, throw myself at, at learning something, that, that's really tough. But now that my wife is done with radiation, now I can start concentrating on finding new ways to uh, finding new learning techniques, get back into some of my hobbies and try to learn ways around doing those again. Uh, I didn't want to do, you know, obviously I had to drop everything for my wife and that was a no brainer. You know, I have no complaints. And so now it's time, you know, little by little, come up with a game plan and see what I can come up with. See how I can start learning new things. Because, you know, the plan from my wife and I is to create our own business and have a business where we are, you know, what they call digital nomads, where we can work anywhere in the world. And we want to move. We want to move to Europe or we want to, we want to move to Spain. And that is like, 
there's no changing my wife's mind to that. So we have that, we have that structure. That's the main goal. So now it's time to figure out a way to get to that goal. And for me, instead of it being a straight line, it's one of those little games that we used to have where you have like a mercury silver ball in this maze and you have to move it around until you get to the middle of that maze. That's me right now. The good news is that eventually I can get it. I can get the damn, you know, silver ball at the end of that maze. Uh, it's just going to take longer than it used to. So anyway, I'm going to end this. I hope everyone who is, I hope everyone who is dealing with traumatic brain injury, I hope you guys are doing well and progressing. I thank you all for listening to my podcast. Until next time, I am Jose Bentoncourt. You guys take care.